Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. And now that heart is beating fast And that's the rhythm I can dance to I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to That one big heart that's beating fast Tomorrow morning let it rain Tomorrow morning let it pour Tonight we're in the groove together Ain't gonna worry about Stormy Gonna kick all trouble out the door. Welcome to Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR. I cannot believe, Dale, that those women have been on air for 15 years. I know. You'd it's never guess it by looking at them. They're such yeah, young yeah. whippersnappers. And you know they care. They care. Of course they care. They do care. They you know, care a lot. You know how I know they care? How, how do you know they care? Is that me? No. <laughs> you, know how, you know how I know they care? How? They had two little cakes that have candles on them, which obviously all the listeners saw, yeah. heard yeah. about anyway. Yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't give me any, you know, <laughs> although I was on my hands and knees. You know why? Why? Because they reminded me I was on a carbohydrate diet. Oh, that's, they do care. They do care. I'm so, I'm just, I'm just, I feel so touched. <laughs> now, Dale, how have you been? Oh, I'm, I'm plodding along as usual. Plodding along. Plodding um, along. I'm what here that and mean? that's a good start. Was that, was that your voice on the dog's tape? Of was course, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 what do you do for them? I produce the dogs, but, um, you, you know. produce dogs? Yeah. The that's, Australian that's Council for the Defence of Government Schools. Right, right, right. Yeah. You produce dogs. Yeah. Okay, Australian. Okay, all right. Now, we've got a poor guest here, <laughs> and he's a bit concerned about all of us. <laughs> now, his name is either Alain or Alan, Alan Matter. Alan, how are you? It is my way. Very interesting to see you, Joe. <laughs> Now, look, relax, mate. Nobody's died in the studio yet. Yet. And, and we're not here to give you a hard time. We're just here to dissect you intellectually, emotionally and physically. Okay? And politically. And politically, yeah, thank, and culturally. Because, you know, you're a man of many talents, they tell me. Now, look, just to orientate our listeners, what year were you born in? I think just around the time that Hulk got killed, so 1966. 66. Well, you said he got killed. Do you know something we don't know? <laughs> well, I understood he died. Are you t- trying to tell me the Chinese took him off in a submarine? I don't think Chinese had designed many submarines at that stage. Right. That was, that was the, what was going around, because I, I was a young man in those days. Yeah, so 66. Or was that 64? I've forgotten. So what year were you born? 1966. 66, okay. And the second question is very simple and it takes 55 minutes to answer and that's the end of the interview. <laughs> What's the first thing you remember, Alan, about being on planet Earth? I, I, one of the first things I remember liking was the um, Festival Hall, not Festival Hall, um, um, Dallas Brooks Halls. Oh, yeah. And going to... Um, Meetings, yeah. Meetings? Yeah. As a kid? 
Yeah. Who dragged you along to these meetings? Oh, my dad and me. Your dad? My mum, I think, and my brother went. Yeah. yeah. What were the meetings about? That was when Gough was um, oh. running for parliament. Oh, right. That was exciting times for a little, little kitty. He would have been six. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's right. 72. He would have been... It's time. Are you part of the X Time crew, were you? I try to be existential. Did you? So, <laughs> so is this child abuse? So then your parents dragging you to political meetings. Would you describe that as child abuse? I know it was the best thing ever because I think we went a year before he was elected even, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> well, can you tell us about the... the me- these were in Melbourne, Dallas Brooks. These were the big meetings. Tell us what that was like. What do you remember as a five or six-year-old? was outdoors and they um, had a bit of a platform and a lot of adults sort of maybe like looking sort of in a sort of vague direction but also probably talking to themselves. Right, right. Mm. Uh, PA system? I think they had megaphones back then. Megaphones, yeah. And and was was there much singing and dancing? Did they... They get some of the. Was there any singing on the stage? Well, the the the, the one before the election, that was its time. That is when they had the the band. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that too. Yeah. Yeah. You got any badges left? They're worth a quid these days. You got any badges left? You can give us. <laughs> I thought badges live in England. <laughs> no, that badges. badges. Um, my dad's got a, an expensive badge, or yeah. but it's not from not from there. Not from the six seventy two. It's time campaign. No. Oh, what a pity. Didn't any little... Oh, all right. Were there any other kids at these rallies? I didn't talk to any other kids. No, why is that? I'm not a kid. You weren't a kid when you were five or six. You were <laughs> I'm a child. I'm now. You were a child. You didn't talk... <laughs> Did you talk to children? All right, let's, let's go back one step. Okay. So, how many brothers and sisters do you have? A younger brother. Hey, oh, there was a bit of uh, tension in when you said a younger brother. What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> all right, we won't go down that path. We'll cross that, all right. Okay, so, and your parents still alive? Yes. Good, good. That's that's excellent. Are they retired folk now, or are they still... Yeah, they retired to the farm every now and then. Uh-huh. What what type of farm? Well, we've got some berries that are going good, pretty good. What type of berries? The blueberries do well. Yeah, it's season now. Did you bring us some blueberries? Ooh. <laughs> he didn't bring us any. Dale, let's terminate the interview. I mean, you know, the man didn't bring us any blueberries and his parents own a blueberry farm. Come on. Where's the payola, Alan? Where's the payola? You know, this is commercial radio. To- oh, sorry, I forgot. This is community radio. It's- so we don't expect payola. Did you, I assume you went to school? Or were you home taught? I tried to teach myself now, but I did learn that way. Right. So, where did you go to school? At a primary school in, yeah. in my local area. Which is where? Keelor Park. Keelor Park. That would have been the burbs in those days. That would have been the the, the edges of the Melbourne, wouldn't it? And we were scared of the Broadie boys back then. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> the Keelor Park boys were scared of the Broadie boys, were they? Well, they could come every now and then. We, I don't think I ever saw them, but we have always <laughs> threat of coming by. Uh, is it funny, isn't it? Isn't it funny, Alan? It never changes, doesn't it? It was the Broadie boys, then it was the Maltese boys, the Italians, the Bolts, the Greeks, 
the Lebanese, the Vietnamese, the Africans. It never changes, does it? Yeah, the Africans are getting a bit of a hard time now. Well, they sure are, unnecessarily, obviously. Now, how did you fare at school in primary school? You got any memories? Um, well, I was thinking about this. I, I, I never did well when I was encouraged. <laughs> you never did well when you were encouraged? Yeah. Were you like one of those horses that needed to be whipped to do well? No, it doesn't help either, but... <laughs> No. Yeah. What? So you just sat around all all year, or? What? Oh no, I I did okay because I um I had a certain way of learning. Mm. Which is which is what? I just tried to add on all my lo- learning one bit by one bit. Right. Right. So what? You just you just built built. Yeah, I kept building. Kept building. Oh, that's interesting. And how did you cope with the teachers? Because they would have had difficulty, wouldn't they, coping with your learning methods, would they? Yeah, I think maybe around grade three, grade four. Mm. What happened in grade three and grade four? Oh, I started to become a comic to try and alleviate the situation. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the old story, isn't it? It's too much pressure. Do a joke. The whole class gets disrupted. They all look at you. Is that what happened? Oh, they were very subtle jokes. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> like this interview. <laughs> All right. So was it, did you do any sport in primary school or wasn't it your thing? No, they wouldn't let us do sport. Why, at Kilo Downs? They wouldn't let you or the kids do sport? No, we didn't get sport. Um, Why not? Teachers were reticent. They thought we should just learn from... The, t- the board. All right. You didn't do, didn't have organised sports at Kilo Downs. Cricket, football, volleyball, ping pong, tiggy. Oh, occasionally played something like rounders. Yep, yep. Mm. That was about it. All right. Mm. Sounds like a very dull primary school time. Well, the best time was actually picking up the rocks when they graded the. Oval. Uh-huh. And what did you do with the rocks, Alan? Oh, we just put it in some probably bucket that we the teacher arranged for us. So you had child labour at school <laughs> to save money. The Highly state written. government, the state government got the kiddies to grade the rocks. Highly recommended, Joe. Why is that? Well, it's just a memory that I won't forget. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do with your dirty hands? Did you? Lick him clean, or do you have to wash him in the bathroom? <laughs> You're not sure. Oh, we had um, those open fountain areas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what, what do the parents think about this this child unpaid child labour at primary school? <laughs> no, they didn't know. They didn't. Know. <laughs> well, I assume it's better than being beaten. I assume. What do you reckon? <laughs> All right. So, you finished grade six at primary school. Yeah, six was. Pleasant, yeah. Yeah, pleasant. And did you have the, you reckon you had the basic skills at the end of primary school, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, that type of stuff, or? I didn't know about arithmetic. I had never heard of those terms before. Right. But, yeah, I I think I could have stopped school probably grade two, actually. Why is that? Just to practice my reading at home, I would have been good, and maybe tried another language. Right, right. So at the end of primary school, where did you end up? Did you go to a high school or a Yeah, I 
probably should have gone to a tech, but I went to a high. Right, which high school? Mm, it's called Nidri High. Oh, yeah, Nidri, near Keelor Downs and Keelor and Essendon, all those suburbs, which are now inner suburbs, you know, Green Gully, all those places. All right, what, what was Nidri High like? Well, it was very dull and grey, probably not for the first year or two, but I noticed it was very dull and grey. The mm. asphalt was just right. very plain. Right. And, and how did your um, education go in high school? I did still get educated. Mm. I thought I was learning more than I was at primary school, mm. but I still didn't know how they assess people later on. Right. And did you have any other interests apart from going to school during that period when you were at high school? Did you have any interests? I started tennis around 12. Right. And do you still play tennis? Only against the wall. Fair enough, yeah. And did you... uh, uh, Forget about subjects. (laughs) We're not going to worry about subjects. I'm interested in the tennis, interested in the tennis. Did you, did you get far in the tennis, competitive-wise, or did you join a club? Or? Oh, very lowly ranked, mm. but I did play good maybe three times. Right. I played really amazing tennis. Is this is in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah, just the local courts, local or, or especially if mud grass or real, real grass, I played really good on that. Right. What did you, what did you like about tennis? Um, you have to come to the net. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to, but that's how I looked at it. Right. right. You have to be brave. Right. Mm. Okay. And uh, we may as well ask Dale's question. She wants to know about what subjects you excelled in at high what school. What were you interested in? <laughs> interested in. Was there anything in particular that uh, that from school that you remember being interested in? I think geography was fine. Mm. But... You would have had to do a lot of work just to be a geographer or whatever. Right. History was reasonably pleasant for me. I didn't rebel against history. Maths was okay, but I didn't know how hard it gets later on. I did have a nice science teacher. Mm-hmm. Mm. And did you get bullied at school or you just just one of the bullies, which is usually one or the other? <laughs> Oh, no, my mum kept me in check. Your mum kept you in check? What do you mean by that? Uh, she thought I'd kill my brother. Did she? <laughs> Is that... <laughs> Did you finish year 12 or not? Not really. Not really. But so. I, I kept at it a bit. Right. What do you mean? You repeated it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was it like in the second year? More fun. I got more friends out of it. Right. Mm. Right. Did you get a get a, Did you get a VCE pass or not? No, no. Then I went to one of those tapes that they're trying to get rid of. Mm. All right. We'll talk about that in a minute. Do you have any outside interests at this stage apart from tennis and and trying to throttle your brother? <laughs> <laughs> did you take out any music or uh, any hobbies or anything like that in high school? No, not really. I thought about the guitar at one stage, but we made an overseas trip and mm. I didn't really think it through. I could have talked to the uh, 
guitarist and asked him mm-hmm. to just teach me the music. Mm-hmm. He wanted to teach me to play as a champion. I just wanted the music. Right. right. You said overseas trip. Who took you on an overseas trip? We, we went to see our relatives. Where? In Switzerland. Switzerland. Well, that's nice. Why would your parents leave Switzerland to come and live here? Yeah, from the high high living standard and long life area to another long life area. Mm. So, what part of Switzerland did you did they live in? Near the holiday area of Interlaken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you think of life there? You what? You're fifteen, sixteen when you went across. I've been when I was five and when I was twelve. Twelve. And what was life? What did you think about it when you were 12 anyway? Not, not much not that much. I can um, really think about it. I just no. noticed that I didn't really um, talk to that many people. <laughs> right. Well, they didn't speak English, did they? <laughs> no, I could, I could talk enough. Yeah. I just remember somehow mm-hmm. probably not doing much homework. Right. <laughs> so, So... Did you speak English at home or did you speak French or German? We spoke a pure dialect. A pure dialect, a mountain dialect. Yeah, from the Bernese Oberland. Brilliant. So, so when you went to school in primary school, English was your second language? Pretty much. Uh, which explains a lot of things, really, because it can be difficult, because that was my second... English was my second language when I went to high school. I went up to primary school. Yeah, interesting. So, why do you think your parents kept speaking that dialect at home? No, they spoke the same dialect, so it actually makes sense to speak it. Yeah, right. Can you can you still remember any of the words? Yeah, well, Joe. Oh. No, we say yeah, 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 Joe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, give us a few sentences in this in this uh, esoteric dialect. So see me here, can I rachtejo or the duma got dobliba? Sounds very Norwegian, you know, very Scandinavian. What did you say? Uh, should we come properly home, or shall we just stay here? <laughs> Fair enough. Now, you've brought in some clapsticks. Is that correct? Yes, it's from in- inland. I- I, oh, presumably representing inland All right. peoples. Could, could you describe them to us? Hmm. They're hard wood, probably from a root, maybe from a, a root. Mm-hmm. And although these could be um, s- sort of manufactured, but obviously hard wood, but the the in- inland interior people, they would have used the very hard wood to get the right pitch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's got a little design. Right. So where'd you find them? Don't tell us where you stole them from. <laughs> you stole them, all right. <laughs> right. No, I, I think my parents took an inland trip. Right. Yeah. So you've had them for a long time in the family? Less than 20 years. Less than 20 years. Okay. And what, do you play them? I was going to use them as a way of telling you to cut me off. (laughs) (laughs) Right, you're going to give us a a hit on the head. When I play it, when I play it three times, you can you can cut me off from my from my chanting. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll do that in a minute, the chanting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Because you, you understand the rules of the interview. That you don't, we don't play music, but if you do sing or play an instrument, you're allowed to do it, all right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll put up with anything. So when you left high school, what did you do? Yes, high school. That was most pleasant. Um, when I could play maybe kick to kick. Right. Um, right. Is that what you're talking about? No, you left high school and you went to tech college, did you say? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, what did you do at I tech? did math, science. Right. So that was mostly that I had to repeat English. Right. So you still had trouble with English in, in tech college. Yeah, I hadn't realised that English was something that you can't just rely on what you've learned. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So did you still, even at this age, did you still speak this esoteric uh, Swiss dialect at home? Yes, we do. Um, mm. I, well, I try and keep it up. You try to, yeah, it's good, yeah. Have you been back to Switzerland since you were 12? No, but we, um, well, well, I think about it. Right. It, it, it would be a good, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it, to go back? Because you may find... You're the only person left in the world that speaks it, and they've changed the dialect. You know that? Yeah, we have the school teachers that are always from different areas, and it does cause that sort of problem. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember too when I went back, is uh, they're thinking, "Where's this bloke come from? He's speaking like my grandparents spoke. The language has moved on." So we're, ba- we're basically we're language fossils, Alan, Elaine. We are language fossils. You know that? Uh, we're just fossils, mate. Uh, you're nearly 50 anyway You're over 50 52 aren't you? Uh. Do your research well <laughs> Now I can add up <laughs> So when did you get this love of music? When did this happen? I do believe in music mm. But I believe in more for other people than myself What does that mean? Uh, well it it's great for the um, wild soul, mm-hmm. tames the animal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you think it's better than drugs, sex or rock and roll? I think you've got to watch what you mix. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when did you start taking interest in music? At tech college or after you left tech college? Oh, well, I did like the 80s music, mm-hmm. the videos, but rather than the actual music. So well, I got a gift of music from a youth group. Right. What type of youth group was this? Um, it was a Christian youth group, and mm. I just had managed to have like three minutes on the piano, and it, I felt really inspired. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. So how old were you when you were, this happened, do you think? Just roughly. Was this in your 20s or? 28, know? maybe. 28. And what, what drew you to this Christian youth group? Oh, I needed to do something, yeah, drastic, yeah. All right, so we, we kind of missed a few years. So did, did tech college lead to anything? Yeah, well, I ended up at a, a another college. Right. Hmm. <laughs> to do what? I had to do um, analytical chemistry. Analytical chemistry. That is, that is serious stuff, mate. I mean, you know, you've got my respect. Analytical 
chemistry. That is hard work. Did you finish that course? I can still keep doing it at the moment if I want. <laughs> you never finished it? <laughs> yes. How long, how long did you last in analytical chemistry for? Mostly about two and a half years. Two and a half years. And why did you give it up? Well, I tried to keep away from it for a while, and mm-hmm. I just worked on one exam, mm-hmm. and then I realised a little bit later on that I I wasn't really um, learning because mm. I was forgetting more than I was learning. Right, right. Mm. Mm. So, so what was this thing that you had to do to get? Why did you go to this Christian group? I'm not criticising you. I'm just, I'm just interested. Why? 28. Why do you see the light at 28? Did you go to church as a kid? I was already interested in um, university. Yes. What do you mean interested? Going to university? At the university, or was it college? Right. There were some people that were introducing ideas like that. Right. Which university is this? Well, it was Philip Institute. Right. And this is where you were learning analytical chemistry. Yeah. All right. And so what drew you to the group? The group was mostly just, well, I think they had some singing, actually. Singing. Is that what you drew? Was it the... The, the Christianity or the singing or the companionship or oh, I started to feel really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. All right, we're uh, talking to, not interviewing, but talking to Elaine Matter. Uh, he's bought some clapsticks. Uh, it's four twenty-eight. This is Radical Australian Community Radio Three CR streaming live on three cr.org.au. The Emperor Dowagers, the Right Royal Highness Dale Bridge is keeping me in control. Now you said you wanted to sing. Yeah, I thought um, I could, with my best of my memory, try and incorporate some of the things I've heard from inland. Yep, okay, mm. all right, we, we're all ears. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll let you set up and I'll, I'll kind of try to kill some of the dead air. You just tell me to piss off when you're ready. Okay. Ah! <laughs> 
extraordinary where did you pick that up it's as if you're uh, enchanted you're in a trance yeah I believe in the song lines right what makes you believe in the song lines it's not your not your tradition it's not your culture what makes you believe in the song lines what's drawn you drawn you to this Alan? well I noticed the slight repetitivity of words and rather than be negative about it I realised that the stories were said in a very simple way so you could remember them right right and and there's journeys and the journeys are told in such a different way always that the mm-hmm. tone changes so often, mm-hmm. and when the tone changes, it's like the person's going into a, a different sort of trance. Right. And I really like how they go from saying something to really knowing it. Right. Do you, do you know? Do you actually know what you're singing? No, but I think it's basically a little bit based on the West. Uh, West Alice Springs people, I think. Right. Uh, have you had some contact with them? Or? No, I've watched documentaries, documentaries on TV. So mainly you've, you've self-taught yourself that way, have you? Yeah. So you don't actually know what the words mean? No, but I think um, some of the repetitive words are important, but I'm not... I think they... they And they keep you going. They keep right. the story going. Right. It's yeah. like when you use those repetitive words... You don't lose your concentration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you would lose your concentration, it would mess up the story. Right. So we, if, we, if I let you go, you could do this till till five o'clock. <laughs> oh, that's very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you go. <laughs> but so, what got you interested? I mean, this is an unusual um, gift that you've got. You said it's all all from TV, books and TV. 
what drew you into what drew you into this? How old were you when all this started? I've, I remember the last ten years. I can't really say any more than that. I just remember how the people would would were clapping the claves and or the could be boomerang sticks. Yeah. And when they were doing it, I noticed that the rhythm was a little bit different from the clapping of the claves to the singing. Mm-hmm. And I I think I started to draw an idea in my head that that was very important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because in our music we always have the beat exactly the same right and i think in the singing tradition i think you sing a little bit before the the stick because you've got to give the person who's telling the story his own rhythm right. I, I mean it's one of the most fascinating things i think that's what got me going Right. Well, that's very incisive. Is it, does this come from your analytical background, do you think, as a, as a child, that you analyse things that people, idiots like me just kind of go, oh, yeah, that's nice, and, and move on? I don't really analyse, but I think I probably was more analytical, probably younger, but I don't really analyse. Well, you just absorb it. Now I absorb, mm. then... I think I, because of the education system, there was a lot of analysing right. rather than absorbing going on. Right. So what? You, you think you're an amoeba? You absorb what's around you? Well, if you if you don't let rubbish in your brain, like I was watching the news on Channel Ten and Nine yesterday, right. if I don't let that sort of stuff in my brain, then I can absorb better. Well, it makes sense. Clear the decks for important stuff. Let's get back to when you were 28 and you were with this Christian group. How long did that last for? I reckon 10 years or more. 10 years. Was it really serious? Did you believe in in a God? I'm always happy to believe what other people believe. What other people or what you believe? What other people believe. So what? Was you there mainly for the company or or the cups of teas? Or the, I assume there wasn't much alcohol. Oh, really, the company, you know, I started to try and help people sort of um, right. have a have a kind of a positive right. idea of what's going on. So you weren't working during this period? Precisely. Right. And so how, how were you helping people? Sort of like I'd try and really be pure and I'd try and keep my ideas... A little bit higher up. Right, right. And what, did you get involved in practical assistance or just talking to people or or how did you spend those 10 years? No, just uh, I I believed in trying to be one of the crowd a bit, but like um, a good part of the crowd. Right, Mm. right. And why did did that love affair come to an end after a decade when you were 38? I mean, it's a long time to be in an organisation. Yeah, I... I had given this thought. I, I, I think, um, yeah, there was something going on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? You, you lost belief, or you grew up, or you just wanted to do something different, or or they threw you out? I think I got partly thrown out, but I kept going to the services. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So that, uh, they couldn't completely throw me out. No. So. <laughs> What, what, were you in too intense for them or? or? Uh, I think, um, 
I was doing some fasting, uh, and I think I was a bit faint when I was doing my fasting. Right. And there was probably expectation, too much expectation put on me. They didn't know I was fasting, so right. probably didn't really know what I was saying some of the time. Right. So mm. you could have been abusive and not remembered. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot of excuses. I mean, I'm abusive all the time, and I've got a lot of excuses, but that's a good one. I think I remember that one. I'm fasting, <laughs> so I'm a little bit... My blood pressure's a bit low, and I can't focus. I like that. What do you reckon about that? You reckon that's a good excuse in court? Yeah, why not? You could say you've you got a religious bent, and you're fasting, and, you know, you can't concentrate to what, what they're saying. Yeah, no. And, and you want the court case adjourned? What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> Keep it on something really good there, uh. Alan, yeah, you can put the clap sticks down. That, that's fine. Um, so I assume you've been out of the paid workforce all your life, have you? Or? Yeah, yeah, well, since the 90s anyway. What, what were you doing in the 90s where you got a buck for, for that? What happened then? No, I mean, since <laughs> the 90s. <laughs> you haven't been out of the paid workforce. Definitely since the 90s. Right, so uh, uh, I shouldn't ask this, but you're on some type of... Uh, Social security support or? Yeah, I think about that, but yeah. only when people ask me. Yeah, well, I'm asking you. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. doing something like that. Yeah. And so how do you fill in your time these days, apart from coming to the dinners on uh, a Wednesday night in Carlton? I mean, you know, you've come, I mean, we've seen you at a number of Wednesday action group actions and a, a lot of other actions and you've come into the dinners occasionally, so... What's got you interested in radical politics, Alan? Oh, I think my aggression on the golf course gets me a bit interested. And also um, the way cricket's run, it's very badly run, the way cricket's run. So I All right, well, let's go back a few steps. I'm a bit confused here. and It's not unusual for me to be confused. We've gone to from traditional Aboriginal chanting and clapstigging to your aggression on the golf course. What's the golf course? What do you, do you play golf? Yeah. What, every day? Twice a week. Twice a week. In a group or by yourself? I used to like playing with people. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody wants to play with you now. <laughs> Is that correct? Don't know what to say. You haven't hit anybody over the head with a golf club, have you? <laughs> so what do you make, do you find playing golf twice a week relaxing? No, I get uh, angry, but it gets all my anger out. So it is relaxing because it can get rid of your anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your handicap? I was 26 briefly and I went down to 23 because I kept coming first or second, but then right. I stopped. So you're playing golf now? Yeah, I play golf, but not with that handicap. Right, right. And uh, can I ask what course you play at? Well, you've heard of Peter Thompson. Yeah. Um, yep. he, he started off at Royal Park. That's where I'm playing. That's uh, a good course to play Royal Park, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, all that speeding traffic going past. <laughs> Have you actually hit any cars with your golf balls? Well, if you go back to the f- berry farm I was talking about, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, had, I've had my car hit by a golf ball. It's like a uh, bolt from heaven, you know, it kind of stumps you in your tracks. So you, you, how many years have you played golf for? Not that much. Um, I remember starting at 21. Right. What, you've played for... 29 years Twice a week for 29 years At Royal Park oh, I've played other golf courses I started off at Keeler, yeah right. You haven't been banned from Keeler, have you? 
<laughs> they did ban me, actually. <laughs> they did ban me. <laughs> All right. Okay. This is interesting. Your, your introduction to radical politics is because you're unhappy with the golf and cricket. What's, this, what's the cricket business you're talking about? No, I just meant that if you get your aggression now, yeah. then you, you can... You won't be aggressive in politics, I suppose. It's a good idea. Maybe we should get all the activists to do a round of golf with you. <laughs> I mean, this could be a new business for you. Mm. We could get all the radical activists out there who are fuming because they're getting nowhere to play golf with Ellen once a week. Dale, are you interested? Too much walking for my liking. <laughs> Tell her about the buggies. Tell her about the buggies. You can hire a buggy, at Dale. It's for able-bodied people, Joe. <laughs> And you play cricket too? Yes, cricket. You still play cricket? Yeah, I'm tr- I just got some advice from a, an older fellow that I've got to warm up half an hour before I start. Well, that makes sense. At your age, you should warm up two weeks before you start. So what, can I ask what cricket team you're in? What division? Oh, it's a one-day division, so it's not that high, but right. the one-day divisions tend to be a bit higher than you expect, though. Right, yeah. Yeah, and how long have you been playing with this particular group? I think it will be my fifth year when I start again. Right, and, and uh, are you welcome back every year, or do they just look at you and say he's back? I have been. I had. I once get went back, and they told me to go. So, <laughs> <laughs> not this group, though. Not this group. That's all right. Yeah, so it's it's more fun than competitive, is it? Or is it more competitive than fun? Yeah, we're not too bad, but sometimes the umpires are talking too much to our captains, I think. Right, okay. Mm. So where did you get your interest in radical politics, Alan? Because I've seen you around the traps for a number of years and I've wondered, I've wondered, where's this bloke come from? Mm. Where, what's, what's got him interested? Because, you know, you've got, you've got a good heart, a good social conscience, you know. So where do you think all this comes from? I just know stuff, that's all. What? I just know things. And what, you're unhappy with the situation and you want to change things or you just... Well, I know that unhappiness doesn't make any difference. Right. I think there's some really like amazing people like the East Timorese, the South Americans, and they had some very happy type of um, revolution type mm-hmm. things. And I think that there there is a way of being happy and being an activist. Right. So you, you sound like a natural anarchist. You sound like Emma Goldman. <laughs> I don't want to be part of your revolution if I, was it, I can't dance in it. If I can't dance, I don't want to be part, part of your revolution. Of, you, know, you, seem, you seem to be a natural anarchist, Ellen, which means you're not welcome in the studio, you know that. Don't, don't listen to it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So what type of issues are you interested in at the minute? What type of groups and activities do you go to? Well, I'm probably interested in the ground root type things. Grassroots type of campaigns. Yeah. 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 Like what? Uh, well, not many people realise, but I, I am interested in the Pepsi thing. Yeah, public interest or corporate interest, Even, yeah. Mainly because both parties 
are not interested in it. Mm. Um, and just because you don't want to condemn people for the fact that they saved money on a car instead of a house or... Mm. Mm. All right. You spoke about the East Timorese and South Americans. And I don't know if you mentioned the West Papuans. I don't think you did. did. Have you gone to any of their functions, or is it mainly through word of mouth or what you hear? Or I think I know a little bit about the West Papuans. Mm. I have been to one of their functions. Mm. Mm. That was quite good. I think that was a year or two ago. Yeah. All right. So what? How do you pick what you go to and what you get involved in? I decide on my energy levels and I also try and go when I think that I, I'm getting too emotional about silly little things like right. if you hear a story and it's somehow getting you emotional on the mm. television, I don't believe in that. Mm. So if things start upsetting you, you'd prefer to deal with real human beings instead of all this technological crap is it or? oh not even that mm. but i appreciate the sentiment i mean more that if you're supposed to get a remote an emotional response out of a a news item or mm. even a mm-hmm. current affairs item mm. and i try to think okay i'm sure there's a point there but i i, I there should be emotional things mm. that are maybe logical in some other Sphere rather than the human sphere because that's the, how humans work. With we, we have a little bit of logic and we have a little bit of emotion, and we think we understand the issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what role has 3CR had in shaping your activism? Has it had any role at all? Do you listen to 3CR? Yeah, well, 3CR got me going to the um, march. Which march? The peace march where there's a million people. Right, right. Um, it helps me process the news. Right. I have listened to some of the cultural programs as well. Mm. So, h- how long have you been listening to 3CR? Well, I think my subs are due for at least 15 years or more. 15 years. <laughs> okay. So, what, did you just stumble across it when you were twiddling the dial or did somebody tell you about it? My guess, although I'm not sure, I might have heard the Greek program right. and started listening to it. Why the Greek program? Do you oh, speak Greek? I try and read a little bit of Greek. Any other languages you speak? Apart from that esoteric Swiss dialect and not, English? Not particularly, but our dialect does have a lot of French words. Right. So what, what, what interested you in the Greek program? Just the language initially or the content or the flow of the language? No, I, I really believe that there's a lot of culture in the Hellenic tradition. Mm. Mm. You seem to have a very... Interesting way of viewing the world, Ellen, which uh, subtle things that other people we don't even aren't on our radar. You seem to pick up, like when you're playing the clapsticks and singing. 
and the fact that you can, you know, you listen to a program, you don't even know the language, and then you pick up the language. Do you think this is a gift or a curse? <laughs> I think I can only pick up when I'm not having these bad things. So the gift comes from making sure I don't at least emotionally react to bad things. Right. I mean, not have a and my own opinion about what I'm seeing. Right. So you spend a lot of time digesting media, television, radio, newspapers, social media. I'm a TV viewer and um, sometimes radio. So you don't you don't go into the social media. No. Right. And um, what type of programs do you listen to at 3CR currently? Are there any th- programs you listen to? You don't have to enjoy them, but you listen to. Ah, uh, I sometimes catch the the women's one. Right. I like Earth Matters. Mm-hmm. There's. The Joe Castano programs. Mm-hmm. So it helps to shape your thinking, does it? Listening to alternative, different voices yeah. to what you see on television and hear on other commercial radio stations. Yeah, it, it, not so much anymore, but it did before. Now it's more of a way of knowing what's going on. Right. So what happened is we've corrupted you. Yeah, probably ten years ago. <laughs> You've been corrupted by three CR, Ellen. You are. You know, you know what they say. It's a success story. A success story Dale. Another success story. That's why I thought people should listen to Ellen because he. This is what happens when you get you get radicalised when you listen to three CR, which is a big problem, you know, for you and the community. Not really. Just joking, but look, it's good. It's good that 3CR played such a plays such an important part in your life because, look, it's difficult. Dale will tell you. Dale does a program or two, and it's difficult because you're in a, you're in a box, and you're just talking. You know, you don't really know if you're influencing people or you're actually influencing debate or changing opinions. And I think it's uh, great that um, that, that uh, you've actually listened and processed. Because a lot of people just listen and don't process, you know. They they, they need they, they always want um, superficial garbage. I'm not saying we're not we're deep, but at least we try to look at things. Have you got any plans for the future, apart from surviving? I've got some unrealistic plans, like for example, writing a type of Bible where you leave a lot of things out. <laughs> now, it's explain kind of, this to us. Well, well, you're going to censor the Bible and just put in the bits you agree with. Well, I, I want to use the Bible as a template, right? And write something in 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 the in the margins, kind of, right? And maybe leave sways out, right? Okay, revision. You're well, going to revise the Bible. I know it's against the Bible to do that, but I'm no, no, hoping no, no. God will let me get away with it. Yeah. So are you going to Old Testament or New Testament or both? The whole thick Bible. The whole thick Bible. Well, I think that, that'll take you a, a decade. I'm sure other people have done that. The Bible according to St. Alan or Alain. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, 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 why not? Why not? It's a book. Written by human beings? It wasn't written by God, human beings. Why shouldn't you make comments about it? you just got as much right as anybody else. I mean, it's been revised and changed tons of times. Well, might as well have the Allen version. Uh, and what else? What other plans? 
Actually, one of my plans was to talk about health with you today, but um, that's fine. I, I know a lot about health, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you're looking at the wrong bloke, mate. I've been in medicine for 43 years. You don't want to speak to me about health. <laughs> I will depress you, you know. No, so you look after yourself. Well, you do golf, you play cricket, you do a lot of walking, you talk to people, you listen, you think. That's extraordinary. Yeah, I, even when I look after myself, I can have six months where things... Uh, where I age, so I have right. to watch out for those little health crises. Yeah, right. Yeah, a lot of, we've all got health crises, some more than others. You know, life isn't a uh, an equal race; it's a handicap race, as you know. Look, Alan, I have been really fascinated talking to you today, and I'm sure Dale has been. And I'll talk for her, and I'm sure our listeners have been wondering too. So maybe we got two minutes. You could uh, do a bit of clap clap sticking for the next two minutes for us and uh, lead us out of this uh, Radical Australia on Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Thank you very much, Dale. We've got the next program coming in. Thank you.
Strung up in the tree.